Human Tech, a podcast about brain science, technology, and the way humans use technology. Uh, with me, as always, is Dr. Susan Weinshank. Hello. And I am Guthrie Weinshank. Um, so today is going to be uh, a bit of a free-flowing, open conversation. We we have a we have a topic that is 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 loose and is very interesting, um, and it's going to take us in a couple different places. So. Um, that topic, of course, I don't know, Susan, did, did you want to talk about it? Or, or well, you know, yeah, the way you introduced it, it's like, uh, it, it's going to be loose and flowing. Like the, like the, the yep. rest of these have been scripted. <laughs> 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 I thought they were all loose and flowing. No, you mean, we don't even know what we're going to say about this topic. We don't even know like, we what we're no going to say yet because, um, because this topic is a little metaphysical. It's a little generational. It's a little... All right. So here's the question. Here's yeah. here's how we here's the question I I am posing. Yeah, uh, and we'll we'll back up. We're we're trying to what the way we come up with podcast topics is we have a list. We use a, a program called Asana that's basically just a dashboard, and we have all of our kind of ideas and topics and upcoming events and stuff in Asana. And whenever um, one of us come up come up with an interesting question, we go, huh? That would be a good question, and we put it in Asana. So one of the questions um, that was that Susan posed to me recently are, um, why do people want things to be transient these days? It seems like transience, tra- transientness is kind of a hot thing. And for those who don't understand the question, which is what I, at first, I, I had to get an explanation. Uh, something that would be the, the transient versus non-transient. When you send a text message to someone, that's non-transient because it exists forever, uh, either on the AT&T servers or on the phone or in the check uh, the the message dialogue. Whereas a transient message would be like Snapchat that automatically deletes, purges itself after a set amount of time. Is this is this correct for the most part? Yeah, although you no, know, I I can never find previous text messages so, <laughs> so to me they're they're kind of transient. everything's transient to you. no but that 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 is the question it's like i was thinking about snapchat you know and it was like you know it seems to be that the the part of the appeal of snapchat and you can tell me if this is true or not because you use snapchat a lot more i, than I used snapchat very regularly yes yeah so it seems that part of the appeal is is the fact that it it disappears Absolutely. and i was like you know that i my question is does that mean i mean why would you want it to disappear don't don't you want things to you take a picture you make a video don't you want it to hang around you know and then you can send it to someone else like why is it so appealing that's and 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 i guess i had the question you know what else is this a new trend is this yeah. just something that we naturally do, and it's fi- our technology is finally catching up with it? Is the, this a generational difference? So, or, you know, so what's the story? The reason that this that this was going to be such a free flowing podcast, and there is a bunch of pl- things I want to cover. And, you know, you can make a list if you want. First, I want to talk about. Oh, should I get out pen and paper? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Again, to right. the audience, the test will be at the forty minute mark. Okay. Why? What? Um, what do you mean the test is at the forty minute no, mark? No, that was a joke. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, All right, I got pen and that's paper. That's a reoccurring joke on this show, apparently, where we 
uh, <laughs> we tell our, our audience that there's going to be a test. Um, yeah, except I don't get the joke. Well, and okay. I, all right, I'm ready. So, I've got pen and paper. All right, so the, the topics that I wanted to cover here. Yeah. And the first one's going to be a, it, the big one. Okay. And that is, and that's why it, this is such a, it's about a perception of the world. It's a religious metaphysical question. <laughs> I, really? Yes, that's why I, people I use Snapchat. I thought I was just asking a question about Snapchat. All right, perception of the world. Yeah. I'm writing down I, religious I'm, I'm very serious metaphys- about this. All right, I, I believe you. We're going to okay. get there. All right, so what else do you want me to write down? I have that, that written down. Uh, the question is, does that world philosophy uh, hinge on generational uh, thinking? Now, we okay. will probably do a whole nother episode just on the differences between generations. It's very yeah. interesting. We actually um, do a whole talk. We have, a, we have a presentation we do on the differences in generations yeah. and design. So um, this is we have a lot of information about that. I don't want to get too much into the differences, but is this a generational thing? That's part two. Okay. All right. Okay. Part three is the idea, is, is the idea of privacy. Now, obviously, in the tech industry, this is a hot button issue. Um, and yeah. just like the others, I don't want to dive too much into it, um, but I definitely want to bring up the idea because because you ask what are other transient things. Well, you you start thinking about Snapchat, um, you start thinking about messages, even if they're not, if they don't automatically delete, um, that are tr- transient in the way that it in the idea that only one person can view the message, right? So like end to end encryption, the idea that some company isn't mining my data. That the government yeah. isn't searching through my my information, um, yeah. the idea that in the future when I'm running for Congress, you know, all my drunken college photos aren't still on Facebook. So, the, the, it 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 somewhat hinges on the idea of controlling um, our the the, pri- the the online privacy and the online footprint that a person has. Okay. Uh, it, it, ex- examples, of course, include, and another great example of why this is a hot trend is in Europe, right? They're they're passing a couple laws that would require Google to have a forget my data button. Yeah. Where you press it, and so Google would delete all your search history, all your all your uh, that that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So that you can you have the right to disappear online. So, those are kind of all the topics. So is that is that the is that the uh, appeal of the of the Snapchats disappearing? Is is it primarily just that I want to control? Well, the, those are the three plates I want to talk about, and I don't All think, right. and I'm not sure. It may depend on the person. I don't think it's, you know, I don't know if I have enough of a handle to tell you it's, you know, sixty what? twenty ten. Yeah. in these proportions or whatever it is um yeah. it and it may vary from person to person but these were these are the things i wanted to explore all right so, so do, do you want to start with with the metaphysical philosophical yeah, th- yeah yeah i think you better because uh, i have no idea french french philosophy so yes, um, go ahead. whereas in the previous podcast we actually did english lit 103 this is going to be um uh this is going to be philosophy 103. french philosophers 103 what okay, is ha- the self? I have to I have to warn you that Who is the I, human I what is the human experience? I don't know a lot about philosophy and 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 to whom does the human experience oh my gosh. matter? 
Okay. Uh, Those are the grand, grand questions I'm posing for you. But let me let me let me back it up in a different way. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if human perception is is actually the window into a person, the window into the consciousness of a person, and so when that that we ex- that we are transient beings existing through space and time, and that. And that our experiences that we have are what make what makes what makes us human. The idea, the grand idea, is that when you share a moment in time with someone, you're sharing something that's deeply human and a deep part of yourself. You're sharing your window into the world with another person. So the kind of huge like the appeal of snapchat is that it really actually matters because it does disappear so whereas if you send a put a facebook message it's diluted by the fact that it always exists it's not human because being human is all about the passage of time and life is about the degradation of all things snapchat because it that's that's very deep it really is snapchat because it only lasts 24 hours it's just okay, a well, snippet wait. into a human's life and so it means more and it's really like you're sharing a small like this is li- so this is what i'm doing in this moment and that's Does all it, there but, is but but you know another reason i i understand what you're saying i do although one could say that another re you know maybe it's to that our our uh you know reptilian brain the old what i call the old brain the part of our brain that's primitive the most primitive unconscious parts we don't like uh you know losing things and 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 it and so we come to value more you know, things that disappear because they disappear. Potentially, sure. So it might not be some grand philosophical, this is what it means to be human. It might just be our old brains going, I don't want it to go away. <laughs> and then therefore, but it's not, but that, even that is kind of contradictory, right? I don't want so, it to go away. So then why am I using a technology exactly that makes it go away? And the content is very different too. So when you do, when you put something up on Facebook, or Instagram is a is the perfect antithetical example. So when you take a picture on Instagram, a lot of people, and again, always exceptions to the rule, but for most people, what they take on Instagram is a very filtered version of their life. They only put pictures of them when they look good, when they you have mean, a they, smile, they have, they're they, posing. They plate the food, you know, just the lighting, perfectly. and and comments on Facebook. They're thought up, they're written down, they're they're kind of the pre-processed on snapchat right it's like because the only way to do it is just by holding your phone the snapchats you get are of these small insignificant snippets like here's a video of my leg and there's like like a piece of lint on my leg and i flick the lint off seriously yeah or like or just like I'm making food, and here's like a Snapchat of me stirring a pot. 
you know? And of course, some people snap, you know, uh, more, I would say, Instagrammable moments, right? Where, you know, everyone's taking shots and, you know, so you, you, you kind of record that fun moment. That's that's a staged moment. Um, but but it's, it's much more uh, just these little, you know, like a picture of me just like sitting or like not even of me, but like what I'm looking at as I'm like sitting in a park. And it's not framed and it's not a piece of art. And it's just, it's, it's a much more raw human experience. All right. So is this something that people are consciously aware of? I mean, do people say like snapshot because it's a more, more raw human experience that isn't filtered and, 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 and it, it, it affirms my idea that to be human is to be in the moment. I no, mean, is, I don't think people, people like, sit down and think about it as that much. But I think what people do end up realizing is that um, when they want to communicate to their friends and not tell their friends someone, but actually communicate their life and their experiences with the people that they know, they'll turn to Snapchat. And and I and I think if you had them sit down and ask them why, I mean I'm sure because their friends are on it is one. But everyone's friends on Facebook, and not a lot of people are sharing videos between each other on Facebook. So it, it's possibly a convenience thing, but that's that doesn't even make any sense. You can do that through the Facebook Messenger app. So um, yes. I, I th- so this is is this some kind of. All right, we definitely have to talk about the generational thing, and we have to talk about the, is this some kind of backlash to other technologies? So I have a, um, yeah. Now, I'll, I'll back up a little. So I grew up in the age of when Facebook was cool, and everyone, and everyone wanted to post all the content up on Facebook so it could be around for all time. And they wanted to take pictures, and they wanted to have all this information. Um, and there was definitely a backlash against it, where all of a sudden um, people stopped posting as much. Now these days, younger people still post a ton, and especially on like Instagram. I think when you're younger and you're maybe more sociologically—that's not a word—I kind of combine like so like society and. Um, um, psychology together but uh, you're a little more vulnerable you know, when you're trying to make friends in college and in high school and there's more of a you know social pecking order is important um, I think that means people share a lot more in a more permanent way mm-hmm. um, but I I do think that there there is a backlash I have a I have a friend and they used to do the whole Facebook thing. And then they basically exclusively switched to Snapchat uh, because they wanted to tell their story piece by piece. And they wanted it to be, it's almost, it's almost like it's a running TV show. Um, well, so it's like, know, it's like a reality TV show versus a movie yeah, that's scripted. You know, in, the, in the olden days... Yeah. Um, before technology, you just used to hang out with people. Well, I know this. I we know do this that is too. 
but it's hard to hang out with people all the time. Yeah. Um, but so so, in some ways, right? Because because we have constant communication between everyone. Yeah. Um, it's like you're hanging out with them all the time because you're always getting snaps about stuff. Um, right. That's what I was gonna say. It to me, this almost sounds like the Snapchat is replacing, or I mean, maybe augmenting, augmenting. but it it's it's playing somewhat the role of just being in person mm-hmm. with someone mm-hmm. as odd as that sounds because you're not in person with them mm-hmm. but it's you know like you said that like like you know here's a picture here's a video of my leg and i'm taking a piece of lint off i mean you know if i'm with you and you reach down and take a piece of lint off your pants leg i'll notice it you know and you don't have to take a video of it because <laughs> i'm right there uh but i do understand you know Facebook, especially lately, seems to be really fond of um, uh, going back in time in your photos and bringing it back up to your face and saying, hey, Mm -hmm. here's you four years ago. And you're like, and that's really can be very disturbing because, (laughs) you know, it's like, oh, look, there's that picture with that person that I, you know, had the horrible breakup with and I don't ever want to see again in my life. And I forgot I even you know, I ever posted that on Facebook and now I have to look at them again. So it's, I, I do think that it, it's almost like there's a quota of memories that people want to have. There is, there's a certain amount of information that people want to store long-term about their life. And in the past, it, this is, had always been true. You know, people took videos, they took pictures of each other, they got portraits made way back in the day. You know, they kept mementos and letters. There was a certain amount of stuff that people liked to keep for the past. But as our as technology made it way easier to keep every little waking moment of every little thing you did, it's like the pendulum swung too far. <laughs> and so when people are looking back, they don't want to see every little thing that they did or every embarrassing thing. They just want kind of like they want to like memories they kind of want to get rid of the useless stuff and just have kind of this core base of you know memories and experiences that they want to remember and go back to and, sh- and share um but like you know every little moment every picture that you ever send that's it's like it's like too much that's very interesting and i mean think all right so because so because even people who use snapchat yeah. They still take pictures and they still record videos for long-term use. They do? Yes, they do. They um and they they you know, they say they have a few photo albums and they have collections that they sh- that they save. Um but it's but it's, you know, obviously less. It's like they 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 limit it to a point and then they do everything else with Snapchat. And I will say another feature about Snapchat is if you really like something, you press a button and you can save it to your phone if you took the snap of it. So if you took a snap with all your friends and you're like, wow, I really want to save this forever, you just press a button and you can. And and do you think people do that a lot? Yes, I do that pretty regularly. I mean, I would say maybe once every 20 snaps or 40 snaps. So, so you're deciding what to have be transient, what to have be permanent. Yes, for, for myself. So... Do you have any, because because this is where the second part gets interesting, which is privacy. And 
being able to have control over your experiences and over your information. Because even though, yes, I can download it, it's only for things that I get, right? I can't download another Snapchat video someone sends me. Only so, the ones you take. Only the ones I take do I have that option before I send it. So, 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 so even though you're using Snapchat, you are keeping complete control over what, da- what data of you is saved and what is not. So that's why I think the second part is a big part. And I think privacy and how companies use data and the fear that in 20 years, you know, I don't want this embarrassing picture of me with my ex or well, me for, doing embarrassing things. 20 thing. years. How about six months? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, that, I, that I don't want this to be around so that other people can go yeah. stalk me. I don't need this. It's amazing. It's amazing to me how how much we, I I could say other people, but I'm probably in there too, um, kind of ignore the uh, this this problem. You know, I mean, you know, I don't mean to bash on Facebook, but there is just a convenient example, and there are other many other examples, but many other this this problem that you know we you know you don't own that you you upload that picture they can do anything they want and Mm -hmm. not just a picture but all the data everything you're clicking on um you know and it's it's like i feel like if you said to someone you know hey do you think this is a good idea that everything you do is going <laughs> to be recorded and stored and then used in to, whatever way some in whatever way someone wants, wants. and and constantly then uh, marketing stuff to you and telling you what you should look at and deciding what should appear on your computer screen based on what you clicked you know that if you kind of had a, either asked people that you know away from the context or asked them that a few years ago, I think most people would say, "Well, I wouldn't want that." Right. And yet we don't. It doesn't seem. I mean, I know it bothers people, but how much does it really? I mean, I don't. You know, are people leaving Facebook in droves? Is it just because there well, is no that the bit of of the of the, the what Facebook does for us outweighs that disadvantage. Is it because it's crept up on us? You know, like well, it didn't people... happen that way initially, uh, and it turned into that. Um, is it because there's no other alternative? Give us this, the stuff we want to do with a product like that 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 doesn't uh, have such heavy heavy privacy issues. I mean, what you know? How come more people aren't saying forget this well my feeling is that some people are but people are inherently lazy and they're just <laughs> right like they if they could yeah. choose between facebook and facebook had a um just a simple button you press that one we get all your data and we can do anything we want with it and two um actually you have all your data and we and and like we'll never use it for anything and it's just a button you pushed i bet you a lot of people would push the button but, I mean, there isn't a button like that, is there? Uh, it's complicated, and even and even if they're they have they've redone and redone and redone their privacy settings, and a lot of companies they keep having 
privacy, where in theory, if you went through it and actually did a great job, you could kind of get there. But it's complicated and it takes a long time. You really have to read and understand the privacy settings. And you also have to you know, go through the actions of learning about all the different programs and protocols. And you have to actually do it. Um, and people so aren't are going to do that. Are, are they making it div- that difficult on purpose? No. Maybe. I think they're trying to make it as easy as possible, but it's difficult. But, but it's it's almost like there's just not a good way. There's just not a good way to do it, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think they're making it difficult on purpose. I think they've very proactively tried to make it simpler. Um, but I'm not sure it's that successful. And even if it was, um, I'm not sure anyone would really trust it. Because it's one thing for the company to say, oh, it's just these things. But, you know, then a hacker gets their hands on it. Well, now all your data is gone, right? Mm. So, you know, it, it or, or they change their policy or whatever it is. So I think people are starting to take the option when it's, when it takes the same amount of effort of having more control over their presence online. I don't think people will take extra steps, you know? I think everyone has, they're like, Google has my search history. I, you know, I guess they know everything there is to know about me. (laughs) And that's, you know, that's kind of the end of it because they really want, when they type something in, Google to remember what's going on and give them relevant information. So, I, there are definitely going to be people on the outside who have stopped using Facebook because it's creepy, who delete, who don't have Google save their search history. Um, there's, there's people on the fringe. But I think the, for the majority of people, if there's an easy way to do it that makes them feel like they have better control, like just using they, Snapchat they be... instead of Facebook Messenger, right? they'll do it. So so doesn't this mean that there's this, there's a huge... Uh, business opportunity here for for taking the the apps and the um, technology that we love, but coming up with a version of it that uh, you know is transient. Uh, yes, um, but it's complicated. So the first is the so there's a, I'll give you a couple examples and to our audience. Uh, I bet you could think of many more. So the first is anonymous messaging. It's a feature that people want. Um, there's, and what do you mean by anonymous messaging? It's exactly what it sounds like. It, it, you, you put it on your phone. It connects to all the people around you uh, that are literally in your geographical area. And then you can talk to people anonymously. Whether I know them or not. Correct. It's just based on your GPS signal. So um, Yik Yak, of course, is the yeah. is, is the one that's doing it. They're having all kinds of problems because it turns out that when you have anonymous messaging and people get pissed, you get sued. And the laws are not exactly clear on what information they have to be able to turn over or not be able to turn over. And as we saw with the Apple case, you know, when, when there's a situation where a company is trying to actually keep people's information private, uh, there's going to be a lawsuit. So they're getting sued. They're getting. They kind of try to fix things by giving people like profile names, but then that defeats the whole purpose. Um, there's a bunch of. Uh, I, I happen to know like high schoolers 
are using an app called Whisper. Probably never heard of that. It's got over 10 million downloads on the I app. I have on heard Google. of that. You've heard I'm of Whisper? Not, I'm not as as out of touch. I with, hadn't heard about it until last week. So you're, you're clearly ahead of, ahead of me. I'm ahead of you. I don't really understand it, but um, I'm not in high school. But um, you know that, that, but that's a, and that's a, I guess a somewhat related question, but not exactly. There have question. been people who have tried to make Facebook competitors. There was a social networking site that tried to do it, yeah. but we're like, we won't use your privacy. All your pictures will be your, or sorry, we won't use your privacy. Yeah. We'll respect your privacy. We won't use your information. All your pictures will be yours. Um, but you know, Facebook's Facebook, you know, it, it has such a market edge. Um, it's very, very difficult for any kind of site to break in on their stuff. And again, people, they, they care if there's a perf if there's a better alternative, yeah, but they they're not going to actively, they don't care a lot. And I was really surprised, you know, a couple, what was it a year or so ago when it came out that Facebook, um, had, was running experiments on people. <laughs> that was great. And, you know, oh, Facebook is running these evil experiments. And it's like, you know, you saw it in your Facebook feed. <laughs> <laughs> and and then, it, and then like, who, like, did any of us cancel our Facebook yeah. account? It was really two people. Two people did. But no, that's exactly <laughs> it. So, so, but, but so you need a competing service. So Facebook is in a great position because they have, everyone's on Facebook and that's just the way life is. When you talk st stuff about email, things start are starting to get interesting. Um, I think people would would think to switch if they had the ability would switch to an email client that had end to end encryption. If people really knew what was going on, um, but you know maybe it doesn't matter. Um, so that so that's the privacy component of all of this. Yeah. And and I think so. I think it does matter for some people. Um, I use an app called Telegram, a messaging app, uh, because it's open source and in theory more secure and yeah. you know than for example um, WhatsApp, um, which you know and so you know you can use end-to-end -end encryption. You can send you know secret messages or messages that stick around. You just have a lot more options, um, and it's not owned by you know evil corporation and it's as good of as a messaging app as anything else so i think people will start to use that you would think there'd be a bigger business opportunity but i think at the end of the day um people just don't care it, it's it's a it's it's something people care a lot about but it's not going to change their behavior but then but but if you say that then why did snapchat become such a big thing so quickly well because it was because it was it was easier and it was better. Um, it's to send a, a a picture to a select group of people very quickly. Yeah, there's almost nothing easier than Snapchat. So. So it wasn't just the transients. Hey, and you know, hey, you 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 know, misbehavior psychologist. Yes. That sex sells. And having an app. Where yes, you can, I do know that. So, so the whole so Snapchat, of course, got its start because you could sext people. Oh, right. Well, that the pictures everything. delete after ten seconds, so you can send people dirty pictures, and then they automatically right, and you don't have to worry about them saving your pictures. 
or you send pictures of weed, uh, things that you don't want to have well, said. Well, why didn't you mention that in the first place? Of course. Well, you know, and well, that's... But that a, was its beginnings. And so, but then people that's, realized that's the that... beginnings But then they started to trust it because yeah. they had... Go, oh, like if I send things here, they're not going to be exposed. It's... And, and, and these days, you know, the vast, vast, vast majority of snaps on Snapchat are not of drugs and sex, even though that's kind of in its... <laughs> early days what it kind of got popular mm-hmm. as i think in the same way that when when tinder started it was like you know people for for people hooking up and like just like one night stands and now like the vast mm-hmm. majority of like people who date on tinder that's not what happens it's just mm-hmm. a normal dating site like any other dating site um but it got popularity because of i guess it was risque so that's well, the- that see that makes sense. <laughs> um, I I I hadn't. But it's part of a broader two two together. So you just don't want people to look at what you're doing, and and maybe part of it is too. If for you example, don't want people to look at what you're doing, then you don't why? want certain people to look at what you're doing. You want it. You want to have control, and you could do this on Facebook, but it's tough to set up, and no one does it. So, for example, you know. I have a picture of like me taking shots or me listening to some cool music or something. It's something that's about me as a person. Like I don't want to send that to every single person I'm friends with on Facebook. I don't want my aunt to see, you know, various things I'm doing. I only want to show this to four of my closest friends. Yeah. Easy to do on Snapchat. Difficult to do on Facebook. Hmm. Hmm. So well, uh, yeah, and 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 uh, and people use you know these these tools in different ways. I mean, how many people do you have in as friends on Facebook? I think I think a little over seven hundred. Most of which are legacy people from high school and college, law school. And I have like twenty three. <laughs> Yeah, well, because, you know, back when I was growing up, when you when you go to college or you go to work, you know, you add everyone in, in the group. That's how you connect. That's how people, that's that's how you, that's how you get to know people. Um, so it, it it's different that way. But, you know, but I have like you know, 12,000 on people following me on Twitter. So Google Plus figured this all out. And Google Plus is an interesting example. Again, they saw a business opportunity. But they you, haven't done well. That's the point. You mean you're talking about the circles? Mm-hmm. They came up with a way where you could instantly talk to only those people. But you it, know, but I they were competing against Facebook, uh, and I don't think anyone trusted that it was only going to those people, and it stayed for forever, and then Google had your information. So I was have, it really bad? I, I had a, a phone call with someone from Facebook um, a couple of years ago about this and they said they they were thinking about this whole circle thing you know because there's research um robin robin dunbar i thought it was a, i thought google plus was a great idea well robin Dunbar we mentioned in in our in our podcast on stories because he's he's the one that had that quote that 65 percent of all conversations are stories but um he has done research on um on uh uh, strong 
strong links and uh, weak links. Do you know about this? I, I do. Tell, tell the audience. And then, uh, audience, I actually I have some homework for you. And that that's actually not an April Fool's, Fool's joke. That's I actually do have some homework for you. But well, it's they give us the, give us the information. You got to mention that the reason you said April Fool's joke it, is it's, because it's currently April Fool's. It's April first today. Ta-ha-ha. Ta-ha-ha. Um, <laughs> no, I just I don't. I they may not know that it's April first, right? It's true. They you might would be know when this was to recorded. this on July fifteenth. It is April first. Everything you read and hear is a lie. This whole podcast has actually been <laughs> a joke. It's not. April Fool's. It's just that is not <laughs> truth. I, I, we didn't want this to be an April Fool's podcast because the third one, it's a little cheesy. Everyone's doing an April Fool's podcast. And most likely, I, you're not even going to be listening to it on the first. Yeah, I didn't want to have be an listening April to it on the second. So. No, all of this is real. Okay, so uh, Robin Dunbar. Yes. Um. He, uh, he's an anthropologist, by the way. So, so he he originally studied animals, and uh, uh, all the way back in 1998, he published um, some material. He was studying different species of animals, and what he want, what he was studying was was there a difference between was there a, a relationship between brain size, specifically the neocortex. And the number of stable relationships in, in that species social group. Mm-hmm. And he came up with a formula for calculating yes. um, the limit. It, it, do you know the formula? You know, I, I don't know that I know the exact formula. Do you That's, know the exact formula? No. I don't. I, I'll have to look at that. Now you got me curious. But what he found out, so then he extrapolated, he took the formula, and he used it on humans. So he, he calculated that the ideal social group size for humans, or not ideal size, the limit, it's not the ideal size, the limit is um, 148. And then, and then he yeah. rounded up to 150. Yeah. Sure. And so what this means is that 150 people is the limit at which you can keep track of everybody. You know who they are. You, you recognize their face. You know their name. You have a relationship, personal relationship with them. And you also know how they are connected, if they are connected. Right. right? You know how you know them. You know, you know if they who know they each know other. that you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and that's called a, a strong ties. And then if, if, you know, beyond that, if, if it gets beyond 150 for humans, then that becomes what he calls weak ties. Now, weak ties mean bad. You know how we usually think strong is good and weak is bad? And in this case, that's not true. Much he's not saying that corpse. weak is bad. Yeah, that's true. No, he's Strange. he's just talking about that it's a different kind of of tie. It's nice. It's relationships that don't require everyone to know everyone else. And um, uh, so, so that's what he means by weak. And you know, I I had this whole conversation with this guy from Facebook about weak ties, strong ties, because essentially what Google's doing was they were allowing you to specify right. uh, different groups, but also you know this is a weak tie group and this is a strong tie group. You know, interestingly, you have for your ins- core group. Yeah. Now, interestingly, if you want to get a the best group to network with is your weak tie group. 
Okay. Does that make sense? Wait, say that again. If you if you're looking for a job, let's say you're looking for employment, uh, which I hope job. you're not, because you because know, <laughs> you work with me. Uh-huh. Uh, but if you were looking for a job, you know, should you go to your strong tie group, your really strong, you know, core group, less than 150 people, people that really know you, you see a lot, have a history with, or should you go to your weak tie group, the you know, 1,500 people on your Facebook or LinkedIn that. You know, you kind of, I mean, if you met them on the street, you wouldn't even know who they were, right? right? But you are somehow connected to them that you could look up how. And the, and the, the, uh, it's much better to go to your weak tie group because, um, usually it's a larger group, but that's not the only reason. It's because they are connected to people you don't know yet. And that's what you need, you know? If you're looking for a job, uh, you know, you're, you already know everybody in your strong tie group and what they're doing and whether they're connected. You want to you want to go outside of that and you know get new ideas and new people and new companies. So weak tie groups are very important. But it's interesting to me because I think some people use Facebook, for instance, as a weak tie group, and some use it as a strong tie group. Mm-hmm. You know, I use it as a strong tie group. You use it as a weak tie group. Yeah. Uh, so. I, and, and then I think there's there's like your and then it's your core group of friends, people who you spend probably you spend ninety percent of your time interacting with, maybe fifteen people. Now, are those people? Do you think where would just physical proximity come in to this? Well, I think it used. Do you to, think the? I think it used to. Hey, that's more. kind of gone out the window, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think for being physical, I think physical proximity still matters. I think if you're I mean, far away in, and you don't see someone in person, they fade. Just because you, know, you don't have as much stuff to relate to, you don't have as you many shared experiences. Shared experiences, yes. yeah. But you know, uh, by the way, with the Robin Dunbar idea, this traditionally in anthropology, this a strong Thai group meant you were in physical proximity. Yeah, and that's not true. Well, what is physical proximity? And I'll give you a perfect example. Um, I play video games quasi regularly with uh, people from Europe. Um, but I have I, I have another friend who plays uh, much, much more often. Um, and so uh, the, you know, it's almost because, you know, you're they're on Skype, you're seeing them, you're talking to them, yeah, so you're doing is, a common shared activity. Is that physical proximity? Is that basically yeah, the same uh-huh. as, you know, yeah. you know, walking around together on the Savannah? We might have to we might have to change our definition of physical right. proximity. Right. But 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 I think it is very important that you're doing an activity together and you're talking about that activity as you're doing it, right? It's an inner it's not like you're watching a movie together. You are talking and communicating and reacting and from and you know they're reacting from yeah. you and think you know so so it really is a shared experience. All right, now you said we had homework. Yes, I have homework. So audience, yeah. I want you to see if what we've talked about makes sense think about all the people in your life do you have a core group that is probably under 15 people and you can think about who that is what percentage of time do you spend with those t- with those 15 i'm gonna bet it's you, over 90 percent physical time or no. or, or any energy time. energy time okay. messages so messaging on facebook or sending a snapchat counts yes Yes, interaction with. And I'm going to bet that over 90% is with those core group of people. Unless you're, and then unless you're at work, because then you're doing work and so your time might be skewed. But even then, you're you're still probably only going to interact with, you probably have like your core group of friends and then your work people. 
who are also your core work group. So that's but work gets weird because you're no wait a minute. So what do you want them to do? You for have the, to do work. What okay. do you want you to do them to do for? I the want homework? them to see if they have a core group of friends and think about if they do and what that means about how their social lives work. Okay, that's step one. Step two. Okay. Do you have a strong group of people, less than 150 like, of yeah. people? If you if you you think about them, and you think about their lives, and you can tell. Probably what they're doing, probably what they're up to, uh, who they're dating, uh, where they live, where they, you know, what they're doing for work, yeah. uh, who they know, and how you know them. Is it, is it, it's probably under 150, but is it way less? Is it like 30? Or is it more? The next step how many people do you know? How many Facebook friends do you know? How many LinkedIn contacts do you have? That's that's your, probably your your weak group, right? You I don't know. I have a lot of LinkedIn. Yeah, oh yeah, like, weak group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be your weak yeah, weak, weak ties. Group. Yeah. Weak ties. Um. So, do you find? Uh, all right. Why do you want them to think? Yeah. Oh, to once they write, have written this all down. <laughs> you don't have to write it down. I just want them to muse on the idea. All right. Do you and find that you, you prefer that that you prefer interacting with one group more than another? Hmm. is are some people inherently better than others even though they're probably there's no real rhyme or reason why you're in it they're in one group or the other probably just because circumstances and mutual friends and you know just bonding over a certain time and space um but the, you know right do, do do you dislike actively dislike reaching out to people in your weak group and or I say, your strong group, or your strong group, even, and you only like talking to your core. And I'll and I'll give the perfect example. I'll give a couple of examples. Okay, um, you are. Uh, I'm trying to get. I, I'm trying to think of. You are in a restaurant. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're eating a bowl of soup. Maybe even making a bowl of ramen. At a counter. Looking out in a window, okay? Mm-hmm. Across the street, you see someone walk by who you know. Would you run out to the other side or call them immediately? Or run to the other side of the street and be like, oh, hey, what? this is so crazy. What are you doing here? Would you do that if they were in your core group? Would you do that if they were in your strong group? Would you do that if they were in your weak group? Or would you even recognize them if they were in your weak group? I think it would depend on how good the ramen was. <laughs> that's possible. but so, And then that may change from person to person. But that's the homework. Uh, how much would you value each? Would, for example, how much would I have to pay you to run out and have that social interaction for each? Hmm. Because you, I bet if it's one of your close friends, you'll do it for free. I bet if you, it's someone you knew from high school, I'd have to pay you like ten bucks. It <laughs> depends on. So on who what? It was what are you up to school? these days? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That. Do you oh, think part of wow. This depends on. That's great. On whether you're you're an introvert or an extrovert. Somewhat, but not really. Yeah. I think. I think. Um, I think. I think it's I think it's equally bad 
So if you're an introvert, you don't want to have that those kind of social interactions with anyone. Yeah. If you're if you're an extrovert, it's almost double bad. You'd rather have them with a stranger who you know nothing about than this person who you sh- you sh- you should know something about, but you actually don't. Yeah. And so that's awkward, and you feel like you should be good friends, but doesn't really work. And then you're worried that they're worried, and they they're like, "Why are you talking to me?" So I don't know. All right, now let's let's just back up. That's my homework. Okay. Uh, But let me just say, uh, because of this, I actually started this a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm going through Facebook. I have 700 and some friends on Facebook. And I'm sending them an individual message to each person, just asking what they're doing. I'm going through all my... 700? Yeah, each one. I'm still in the A's. It's taking forever. But the idea is is to reconnect and to not have people simply be a name on Facebook, but to have a connection with them in some way. Really? Yes. It's my it's my kind of social experiment slash Facebook quest. Do you think you'll you'll keep it up and make it all the way to the end? Yes, but that's because I am a ridiculously persistent person, and once I put my mind to something, I, it just happens usually. You do so, it. Yeah. All right, now let's back up. So you you said you lo- you thought the Google Plus had a great idea mm-hmm. with the groups. Yeah. But Google, I mean, and I and I know some people really love Google Plus, but you know, personally, I get I I forget to go in and look at Google Plus. I I actually did not too long ago, and I had I, how many people did I have? Like thousands of people connected to me that I yeah. you know didn't really well, realize you're a celeb, I did. So. Oh, I'm a celeb. celeb. But so why do you think Google Plus has not taken off the way? Do, first of all, do you agree that it has not taken off the way Facebook and LinkedIn has taken off? Yes. Google, the, some Google exec w- would say I'm wrong, but it hasn't. And it hasn't because they're not Facebook. I, I think that's really the only, I think that's the big reason. Yeah, but fa- what does that mean? There's Facebook. It's That's where everyone is. Yeah. The whole point of Facebook is that you can connect with any, with anyone because, because everyone's that's on where Facebook. They are. Yeah. Um, with Google Plus, what happens is because it because you know Facebook has an intrinsic value because it's almost like the 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 little black book that everyone carried yeah. around for decades. Yeah. And so that's an intrinsic value that makes Facebook have value. And once you're on there, well, maybe you'll message people, your best friends, all the time on Facebook. But you know you can do that anywhere. Google Plus. It really only has value if you're using it as a communication platform for you and your groups of people, right? The idea being you can share things with some people and not others. You know, you have right. your different little circles. And if not everyone in your circle is is on Google+, yeah, you're not going to use it to communicate. If you're not going to yeah. use it to communicate, there's no content. And if there's no content, why would you be on Google+. Yeah. So it's yeah. not Facebook. And, I, you know, I'm not saying I think they made some errors when they rolled it out, but I think... Just that that's just a simple, you know, they're eight years too late. Um, but All right. Now, let, let's go back to uh, Snapchat. Yes. Let's let's take us back around. Um, so this idea of liking things to be transient and that that if things are transient, then they're more human. Mm hmm. Do you think that's a generational thing? Yes. Um, meaning that because um, 
without we don't necessarily have to get specific about ages here, but let's just say that you're in a younger generation and I'm in a slightly older generation. How's that? Was that vague <laughs> enough? I like that. Let's just leave it right there. Don't say anything. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. But do you think that that, you know, could, you know, I, I'm going to say, and, and, and boy, our listeners may not agree with me on this, but I'm going to say that the initial reaction for people in a somewhat older generation is to say, you know, well, if I'm going to take a picture or video or if I'm going to have any information, you know, I want it, to, I want to be able to keep it. Right. And to, to not, and, and eventually they, eventually they, you know, I mean, after thinking about it, someone explains to them about, you know, the advantages of it being transient. They might say, oh yeah, you know, actually that's a good idea. And then, then get on board. But the initial reaction is, huh? Whereas are the people in a slightly younger generation, yours, yeah. um, it, uh, as you said, you may, it's not necessarily that they thought about it consciously or that they would have articulated it immediately, but there was this um, resonance to the idea that some methods of communication that are transient, you know, that that, 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 that can be a very good thing, right? a desirable thing. Um, and, and that's because, and the generational difference in this be because, um, because you, you guys are kind of overwhelmed with all that because you always could store all this stuff yeah, online that or we're, because. That's a good question. I, uh, that, that we, that are the, maybe uh, our level of exposure is so much higher um, so mm -hmm. the, the average person, think of all the social messaging, recording, human sharing experience yeah. things they're on. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Right? Facebook, Snapchat, WhatsApp, texting, phone calls, the, Telegram. The younger you are, the more <clears throat> exposed you are. Yes. Yeah. And there's there's yes. like a trillion different apps. And not only that, you're, it's not just and it's and it's not just the sending out, but you're also receiving. Yeah. Constantly receiving. Yeah. 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 Um, so okay, that that makes sense. So that and the and the older you get, you I mean again these are generalities that would mm -hmm. not hold for some specific people, but in general, the older you get, uh, even if you might be on a lot, I mean I'm on a lot on all these social media, but not I'm not receiving and sending near as much the volume. Yeah, you know yeah. I send. Yep, I probably send. 100 messages a day i receive probably personally i probably receive about five snaps and then do you know the difference between snaps and snap stories for example when, when someone sends a snapchat you can you can you can put it kind of to like tell your story and any of your friends can view it for 24 hours yeah whereas yeah. you can send an individual snapchat to a specific person right. that once they watch it right. it disappears so i get you know right. maybe five individual snaps and then you know 30 or 40 snap stories every day so it's a never-ending yeah. uh, flow of content um, again like I said I send a hundred messages um, I'm constantly on the, the phone, Skype talking to people so 
So, you know, just the amount of my life that is not private, that is not a quiet, quiet, secluded moment that is observed by other people is just really high. And I think sometimes people just want to be left alone, Um, especially if you're like, for example, if you're a girl, everything you post on Snapchat, like they're like, you know, there's the creepers, quote unquote, who are just creeping on everything you post. And like, like you just you don't want to be ogled. You want to just have you want to be private you want to be in your room by yourself and i think that's part of it now the other part is so oh yeah go ahead oh so um i think there's also just a generational difference between how you view things um so there's there's a podcast i listen to called the tony kornheiser show and if you didn't know tony kornheiser he's on the he's on pti he's the old disgruntled jew from new york uh, who's rich and uh, knows he's rich and kind of is generally just a grumpy grandpa all the time. His son uh, has a Fitbit, right? And he uses his Fitbit to track his steps, track his mm-hmm. activity, so he mm-hmm. can walk more, be more active. And as Tony famously says, if you want to walk more, walk more. Why do you need an uh, a thing on your wrist to tell you to walk more. Mm-hmm. Just go do it. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of if you want to be social with people, just go be social with them. Invite them over for wine or whatever, like, you know, not millennials do. Um so why 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 do you need to the, the idea that you need to record every single waking moment of your life and share it with your friends at all the time like at all times which is a need yeah. and desire that us millennials constantly feel like whenever we do anything or eat any meal or play with any pets like we must share this experience with everyone else and we feel incomplete well i think that that needs to be uh, I'm writing that down right now. Yeah. I'm going to type it. And in I don't think that's to, a need uh, and desire that older generations have, because if you want to be social, just go be social. And if you don't want to be social, don't be social. So can you when hear you, me typing? Very, very softly. Very softly. <laughs> so I'm typing this in. Right. So, so if you want, so that, so the idea that um, that for for an older generation person, this is where I think the line is. That for an older generation, if you take a picture, you're, you're t- taking it to remember the memory. That's why you're taking the picture. Yes. You're not doing it because of some sort of intrinsic need to feel belonged and you have to share it with all your friends to prove that you're having yes. fun and also better than them at the same time. Right. Uh, but also because right. they send you stuff and you want to show them you're there. Right. There's like this whole, right. You take you're a not, picture. Right. You want to share it, it with your friends. Not for validation. And so, so I think... That's the line. That's going to be a great podcast when we do that one. Yeah. That'll so be then, really interesting. Oh, my that God. I, I've know, talked a lot this podcast. I've just been rolling. Yeah, you have. This is good. I got I, I usually do a lot of the talking, and I got a break. But, I, but you know, I think you have um, – I think you did a good job of answering my question, which was – Do you feel What is the appeal – I do. I feel like I learned a lot about, you know, the transience issue. Now, uh, that, I, was, that was helpful. I should issue a disclaimer. I may just be yeah. weird, 
And every single well, other person who uses true. Snapchat is like, what are you talking about? This doesn't describe my life at all. But I know, I know there's some weirdos out there who agree with me. And <laughs> I, I know who you are. And I know you think the same way I do. <laughs> so if there are weirdos out there, email Guthrie. Yeah, Guthrie the Team Susan. W. Um, no, I, but I, I, I hope I'm right. I hope the, 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 the audience was like, yes, that sounds right. And the older uh, older people who have never used Snapchat are like, I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> well, they can go check out Snapchat. Uh, they can go check out. Well, yes, yes. Uh, I would. I would actually bet a lot of people would be surprised if you're not on Snapchat. I bet you if you go on, you'll be surprised at how many people are have do have Snapchat accounts. But, yeah. Um, that's. Uh, but and we didn't. And if you're the owner of an app that's a, that's just like Snapchat except not Snapchat, I'm very sorry. Um, yeah, there, that there, are, there, there are many. We yeah. I actually wanted to get to a lot of lot more other tools of end to end encryption and things that delete themselves. And there are, again, like, right, well, like for example, Telegram has the same situation where you can send a message and have it automatically delete after a set period. And but but we we just ran out of time. And I, I'm writing it down as part two. I, <laughs> I, I, ty- I typed it in. Part I typed two. in a, a note about that. Yeah. Well, uh, great. Hey, so, if I come up with more questions, I'm definitely going to, I know who to go to. So do you think that my yeah. explanation that it was like a metaphysical answer, do you think that actually had some sort of water and weight and bearing? I think it's interesting. Okay. I, I have to think about it some it more. It wasn't necessarily and, uh, a yes. I didn't know if I was stretching a little too far with that. I don't, I, you might, you might, it might be uh, the meme of the century. But I, hmm. I'm going to have to think. Uh, so the Nobel <laughs> Committee, uh, you can send my Nobel uh, Peace Prize invitation. Wait a minute. You're going to be in Sweden. Oh, the, yes, that's true. And yes. that's Unless where they, Sweden, is that where the Nobel eh, Peace Prize comes from? Could be, in, could be Norway. I, I really oh. apologize to all of my Scandinavian friends for Me not too. knowing where the... I know the Nobel Prize came about because of the guy who because he invented dynamite and oh, felt really okay. bad about things you know what we should stop before we get into more trouble <sighs> okay yeah but um all right uh do you have any other questions no well i do but uh, i'm gonna save them for future put them in a sauna on my list and save them for future podcasts all right then we'll we'll put that one in the books our uh email address if you'd like to yell at me about how wrong i am about snapchat <laughs> and why you actually use it is info at the teamw.com. Um, of course, you can uh, please, please, if you listen to this uh, podcast through any kind of podcast service, uh, give us some ratings, give us a positive review. Uh, we're new and we're climbing up the ranks. Just just so we know, this is our third podcast, but we're already uh, top 100 in the top tech podcast according to iTunes. Um, so we've had some really nice traffic. We're top. Uh, I think we're. I think we're almost top ten in uh, in the technology gadgets section. Um, really? For our friends who are on Stitcher, uh, take a Snapchat you, of that. If you, if you know people who are on Stitcher, uh, we are now on the Stitcher podcast uh, page. So theoretically, you can get us there. Um, but yeah, if if you give us some positive reviews, that'll that'll help the popularity even more. Um, you can also, uh, uh, Susan, your tr- Twitter Twitter handle again. The Brain Lady. That's the Brain Lady. Um, again, we're we're on Facebook uh, at uh, and uh, Google Plus. 
as the Team W, <laughs> also YouTube. Not very often. <laughs> <laughs> we hootsuite all of our stuff there. It's fine. Um, and then uh, LinkedIn, uh, all the social media networks. And uh, finally, our website is theteamw.com. And if you want to um, go check out some of the courses we have, go check out courses.theteamw.com. So with all that with all that plugged and out of the way, I will probably say uh, good luck in San Francisco. Yeah. And Thank we ho- hopefully we can do a podcast uh, before mm-hmm. we jettison off to Sweden. If not, we do have um, we have a couple in the bank. So we we will have we'll have we'll keep a podcast coming. Uh, we might do we might every, do one from Sweden if depending on how jet lag. Yeah. I am. Hopefully we can bring our mic and do do one from, yeah. in person together from. Sweden. That'd be fun. So that would be a lot of fun. So thank you so much, Susan. Thanks. <laughs>